for chuckles and a podcast for the curious. Here, Rob and Lloyd attempt to teach you something new every week and invariably <laughs> fall short. Over to you, gentlemen. Hi, Lloyd. Hi, Rob. <laughs> I got him straight up. Uh, whoa, a sneaky laugh in the background. Uh, welcome to Giggle Mugs. It's not, we don't do week to week. This is episode seven, season five slash two, because we used to be called something else. How are you doing, Lloyd? Uh, I'm extra excited for today's episode because I don't have to only listen to you. Because <laughs> that is the worst part, <laughs> listening to your best friend talk about trash. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, why is it a special episode? Uh, we have a very special guest today, Rob. We're joined by the wonderful Chris and Deb from Today We Laughed and Learnt. Um, Hello. Just a quick, quick Hello. preface. Little, little, little close to our podcast, guys. Little, little too similar. <laughs> oh yeah, this is. And I suppose you're going to say you are first. We know. This isn't a. <laughs> we checked. We are. <laughs> Just. This isn't a guest show. This is actually a, a grilling. We're taking you to court. <laughs> yeah. This is a defamation hearing. You get nothing from us. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Everything is revealed when record is hit. <laughs> <laughs> Of We've been having perfectly pleasant banter before this. I wanted to save the bombshell for the record button. <laughs> yeah, bam. Do right. you guys want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and the podcast, how it got started? Well, sure. We heard this amazing podcast called Giggle Mugs, and we were like, hey, let's steal that idea. <laughs> and just, it'll be totally different, though, because, you know, I'm Canadian and Chris is American. So that's, that's all we need to differentiate <laughs> to, like, save on copywriting. No, Chris Perfect. and I have been friends for a long, long time, and we really just realized that there's a lot about the world that we didn't know. We really wanted to start learning more. And um, I think that what I said to Chris once we were having... A coffee, a morning coffee that turned into wine, as our coffees generally tend to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, let's learn something new every week and text each other so that we are sort of accountable to each other so that we really are forced to learn. She's like, well, why don't we just make it into a podcast? Great and idea. I'm like, yeah. It was totally her idea. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's what we did. And it was touch and go for a while. Uh, but we've, uh, you know... I don't know, We've a year or so later, we have persevered. We're having a super fun time and we just surprise each other each week with a new topic, which makes for a pretty candid and usually pretty hilarious conversation. That's I think it's awesome. So. Yeah, it's Thanks. awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, Lloyd did mention the similarities. We basically do the same thing. We find out something interesting uh, and then we talk about it and it tends to be amusing, at least to us anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, Except but, when, when Rob and I, I started it the amusing. podcast... It was for the opposite reason. Rob and I were having a glass of wine. We thought, we know so much. And the world needs to know what we know. You are the yin to our yang. <laughs> but you guys do it. Um, so we, we like both look up each other's facts. Whereas you guys, it's a surprise, right? Each episode is a bit yeah. like, hey, this is what I learned. And you're just going to sit there and take it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing you can oh, do yes. about it. Exactly. Whether you like it or not. There's been a few, there's been a few of those episodes. <laughs> Have you ever just yeah. started one and been like, stop, <laughs> I don't need to learn this. Or like, actually, I already knew that. Try again. No, when your brain is as empty as ours is, it's just like, it's like fun and pudding everywhere. You know? fun it's like, yes, please feed me. Everywhere. That is an awesome saying. Um, you guys, so uh, you guys, are, uh, nah, 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 we'll, we'll get to that. No? Uh, we, we, do a, we, okay. do a little, we do a little segment thing. So Lloyd, I'd like to know what you're drinking this evening. Uh, it's Morning. a weird one. 
<clears throat> this morning, yes. Well, I am going out drinking tonight. Nice. And so I didn't want to have a plan. beer, so I, I made a, I made a cocktail. <laughs> oh, that's way better. <laughs> you know, I mean, a smart it's, thinking. Some, it's what some kind of it? like, uh, it's nine thirty. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, I mean, so obviously we're on opposite sides of the world. So regardless of when we record, for one of us it's morning time, and that tends right. to result in us <laughs> sheepishly saying that we're drinking. Uh, coffee or tea or water um or just leaning <laughs> straight into day drinking which has happened loads of times wow. yes it's so it's some kind of like somewhere it's like yeah. a, a makeshift screwdriver with some kind of like orange cordial kind of thing so you basically put vodka, <laughs> vodka. orange cordial and water together yeah but it's not cordial it's like a it's a cocktail mix i just can't remember what it's called lloyd's breakfast juice <laughs> now it is yeah Christ. do you put like a raw egg in it and call it a like a protein shake <laughs> i oh, haven't had breakfast Deb, actually should... so this should be interesting deb we should give them that um that recipe in our last episode remember it was like um egg whites and sugar oh, and rum God. yeah 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 i feel like we should put it in the show that. notes yeah probably that sounds like a 10 p.m plus drink though not 9 <laughs> not a 9 a.m drink what are, you, what are you drinking, Rob? Uh, today, I've got a, a classic beverage. It's from Fat with a PH Brew Club mm. in Perth, Western Australia. And it's called Ooh. The Culture of Good Times Double Dry Hop Hazy IPA. How fitting. And it wow. sounds like that. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds- that just made me thirsty. Yeah, look. <laughs> oh. It's Saturday night. I do what I want. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's what four four forty in, in Greece right now. This is perfect drink o'clock. It is it is drink o'clock except it for one is. thing. I have my afternoon coffee at this hour, so I'm uh, having coffee too. Is that okay? Do you guys want us to go? Yes. Like, but I, I okay. put mine Sorry. in a special Bye-bye. mug. Does that count? I put uh, mine in a special mug. It's from two thousand and one. It's from exactly. It's from a Neil Diamond show oh. in two thousand one. Wow. That I saw wow. in. I think he was in Providence at the time. I don't think he was in Boston, but there you go. That's yeah, still good. Uh, coffee, coffee is acceptable, as I said before. One of us is okay. usually failing to day drink, so we have a standard. And we definitely just don't live up to it, which is fine. Um. So you guys, we, I don't know if we we mentioned that you guys are are like both not from Greece, but in Greece and separately, or. Correct. <laughs> please, please explain that for me and everybody else. How much time do we have? Uh, you have thirty it's seconds. Really, it's a short story. <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna? Do you want me to start? Oh, go for it. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm from Ottawa, Canada. Chris is from Boston. You'll probably hear a lot about that um, mm. <laughs> during this episode. <laughs> she doesn't waste an opportunity. No, I'm kidding. Um, and we actually, we both married Greeks. That's a very long story. And we ended up meeting here because, you know, the community of sort of, uh, what's it called? Foreigners in Greece isn't that big. So we ended sure. up meeting. Uh, yeah. And um, and I ended up separating from my husband, but I kept Chris. So <laughs> that was... It's part of the deal. <laughs> that was part of the deal, exactly. That was part of the deal, yeah. I, I fought harder for her than I did for my kid. No, just <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, can oh, tell, no. you can tell our family doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, but anyway, so Deb and I, I think the one thing she didn't say in that is that she lives in one part of Greece. I live in the other. She would come visit. The very two um, famous parts of Greece. <laughs> right. right. She lives in Athens. I live in Yanina. And we're four hours apart. 
Where did you leave? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, no. It sounds like it sounds like Australians say say yeah. Yeah, no. It's like, are you going out tonight? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. Awesome. Um, how do you like the Greek lifestyle? I'm sure we'll get into it loads of it later, but um, I've, I've been to Santorini and that's it. I'm sure that doesn't count as real Greece. It really doesn't, but it was great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rob. Uh, I think it depends. I mean, I and to answer your previous question, I've been here since 95. Wow. So that's a really long time. What's that, like 28 years? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I'm only like 32. You don't even so. Santorini. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not Greek. Um, but I just think you have to, it was a total adjustment. Like mm. it was just absolutely apples and oranges from anything I'd ever known, you know. But I think you just have to make up your mind that, okay, I'm going to be here. I might as well just make the best of it. So yeah. um, that was yeah, awesome. the thought process. Yeah. Do you guys speak fluent Greek? I don't know how sure it is over there. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I made it a goal. Like I was just, awesome. I, yeah, it was, yeah, I just, I thought that, you know, I would have a better quality of life if I was able to sort of function yeah. independently. So yeah, right. it's just, mm. I was as usual. <laughs> can, you, can you do? So then you, then no, you learn Greek. Shut up. Greek. <laughs> Deb, can you do Welcome to Giggle Mugs episode seven in Greek? Oh my God. God, I just got a little Ooh. bit stressed, but <clears throat> just a sec. Um, Carlos Torisate, esto podcast Giggle Mugs, episodio numero esta. Awesome. <laughs> hey, that was good. Yay. You guys have no idea. I, I probably just said, like, this is the shittiest podcast episode ever. <laughs> Giggle Mugs is a Turn terrible name. Now. I wish I was not here. <laughs> well, where good. did you get that name, anyway? So we'll we used come to up be called... Ones. We used to be called the Unintelligent Chat Show, and really we came up with that because we tried a thousand names, and eventually we were like, fuck it, just pick one, let's just go with it. Yeah. And then a couple seasons ago, I messaged Rob this, like, law, this, I wrote out, like, uh, my argument for changing the name, and I was like, Rob, I hate the name. It's too difficult to spell, it's too difficult to pronounce, yeah. it's insulting to guests, uh, and then Giggle Mugs is like an old Victorian slang for people that laugh a lot. So it kind of oh, just fits. It's like yeah. historical. It's phonetic. Okay. Yeah. R- I had rolls actually, off the tongue. It does. And I actually had heard something somewhere in time, giggle mugs, but no offense, didn't pay attention to it. But um, <laughs> well, we, we, had, the we minute obviously I, had right to about... Google it when we, we found it. And I think, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I think somewhere in some town or city in the US, it is like a disability support service. <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's far enough removed from the podcast world that we were like Meh. yeah we're allowed i think that you guys provide a service yes. you know you help people oh, thanks <laughs> could you Thank pay you. us for that <laughs> yeah, or tell someone to yeah please yeah. uh let us kick I've... right along so yeah. we've established that lloyd you're in boston i'm in perth western australia uh and oh, i forgot who was in athens Deb's in Athens. Deb's I'm in, in Athens, Athens. And Chris is yeah. in yeah, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, my feeling towards the whole thing. Lloyd, do you have an incredibly interesting and exciting way to tell how far apart we all are? No, and I've just, as you've just listed out those two, the, the four locations, I realized that when we had James on, on as a guest, you gave us a wonderful mathematic triangle between us with the, the oh, area did, and the distances. I? I just did it between Perth and Boston. <laughs> I <didn't laughs> you totally did. ignored Greece. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll be in Boston this summer, so just it's close enough. 
Beautiful. Awesome. Well, well I'll, I'll give that, it anyway. I'm still deeply disappointed. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't registered yet. I don't know why it would start now. How far apart uh, are we, Lloyd? Ignoring right. Greece entirely. <laughs> between, between us <laughs> and ignoring Greece, there are 306,676.51 sneezes, according to a study oh. done by MIT, before anyone tries to pick a bone. <laughs> uh, well, if MIT says it's true, it's true. Must be true. Are we talking about how far a sneeze projectiles on yes, average? Yes. How how far the 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 bubbles? What do you, particles bubbles. can travel? Bubbles. Drop, droplets, I believe. Droplets, droplets. That's good. Um, so how far do they? I don't. I don't. I didn't do the division. How far does one sneeze go? Uh, it's two hundred feet from the MIT study, which is about sixty meters. Over how? Really? What? Yeah. That's like- um, and is this like during allergy season or just any old sneeze? I think a regular sneeze. I think it's probably because oh. they're so small and light that yeah, like, air, that- air resistance doesn't impact them as much. Also, over what wow. time period? Because like, it's not yeah. like you sneeze and immediately 200 feet away. There is exactly. sneeze. You should be thankful that I'm even referencing a peer-reviewed article. I did not read any more than that. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I can send it Listen, to you if you want to do your own research. But... I, do, I do not. <laughs> I don't mean to complain, but Flonase claims that a sneeze has a spray up to five feet. So Flonase is full of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lloyd read a paper. Yeah. Uh, uh, By MIT. Outside. And I've been in Boston long enough to know that they're pretty smart. They are. Yeah. They've, they're, they're pretty smartsies. Yeah. Okay, I'll Mega go with MIT. intelligent teens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but really, who doesn't cover their mouth when they sneeze? People like really, MIT. feral people. A lot of people, <laughs> right? Students. Apparently, Why everyone not? at MIT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, Lloyd. Why is that? Oh, I'll tell you why that's relevant. Well, it's weird. It's your distance <clears throat> and your fact, but I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> well, this is our fact. All right. So our fact. this week we learned. Oh no, where's it gone? Uh, you want me to do it? <laughs> nope. We learned that in ancient Greece. So we've gone. Oh, we've gone for a bit of a Greek theme. That's probably going to become yeah. obvious, but we didn't say it. But there it is. Uh, in ancient Greece, they thought <laughs> sneezing was a good method of birth control, and that that's that's poor form. Yeah. Wow. Ancient Greece. Now, who thought that? The ancient was Greeks. Aristotle, so, the bastard. Yeah, it's a guy um, who was like, just sneeze, it'll be fine. Th- no, no, trust me, I sneeze, you're fine. Don't even think about it. Exactly. It's a weird Although, second. What if the, you're a germaphobe, the... it would work. Yeah. So, Lloyd, yeah. tell us about, did you say Seranus? The, the, this is the bloke that this came from? Seranus, yep. And disappointingly, and I spent more time on this than on anything else. His name is S-O-R-A-N-U-S. So, his name is Saw Anus. I couldn't find. <laughs> that did not even click. So, that's it. <clears throat> I spent so long reading through his medical theories, trying to find a link. And there isn't one. He didn't do anything on sore butts. He did no butt really stuff. really frustrating. No butt uh, stuff. No butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is just Oh wow. Oh, I ancient Greece. Yeah. So so that's so, what you learned yeah. about Serana. So that's what we learned. <laughs> no, I got some I got some things. Yeah. Tell me okay. more about tell us more about Soranus. Damn it, I can't un, I can't unsee it. Now. <laughs> you can't unsay it. It's now Soranus. Uh he he had a, a a few fishy contraceptive ideas. One of them was after sex 
jumping up and down. Uh, and that had such a long shelf life that I found a article done by Snopes in 2007 Snopes. debunking that idea. Oh, oh my. Wow. It was only debunked in 2007? Doesn't, well, I, I think it's probably knows. officially debunked by science before that, but people yeah. were still like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah let's still let's keep where, doing it. Yeah, people have oh, crazy my ideas. God. And, be and like, jumping... No, here's the science. Yeah. Jumping around with a sore anus is a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to demonstrate Good. all of these. So this is how you do it. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. So, sore anus, uh, he was a Greek physician who appears to have been like really important. It's not like he was just some random bloke that had a bunch of ideas about how he could get away with <laughs> sleeping with loads Snogging. of people. Um, yeah. Soranus was born in Ephesus, probably in the first century AD, and he studied at the Great Center of Knowledge in Alexandria. Everyone always, mm. ah, every time someone says that, I'm like, ah, oh, the Library of Alexandria, that would have been really cool, but it's yeah. no longer. Yeah. Uh, and he ended up practicing in Alexandria and then in Rome. And it's apparently, we don't know much about his life except that he had a Soranus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's apparently really important in like Greek physician and medical texts because of really? a number of his works survive uh and i think this one came from he had w one work that was just called gynecology so this guy's the expert he's written he all the things all. about gynecology he, all things gynecology yeah as a guy i'm sure he is an expert well i guess it's called gynecology for a reason oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Hey. that was a good one didn't even write that's that down. so weird because we always think of that, Hippocrates, don't we? Of like being the father of medicine or something. Yeah, I guess it can't. The like, Hippocratic you, oath. Yeah. Well, he can't do everything. He cannot so actually, do everything. Come on. Soranus was, uh, <laughs> he wrote the most comprehensive biography of Hippocrates. Oh, really? So he oh. like followed in his footsteps. Yeah. Well, so you guys just talked oh, about right. um, the Hippocratic oath on one of your latest right. episodes, right? And how it's we not did. even said anymore. They yeah. do not say it anymore. They have a version, but it's not the original you know, will do no harm first kind of version. Yeah. They okay. say the, they don't say that what is anymore. It? What's it now? It's like, we'll do some harm, but it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's, you yeah, know, pharmaceuticals and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so the sorry. It's oath. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, um, so, well um, he came about 500 years after Hippocrates, so I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I do know... In ancient Greece, when they talked about sneezing, they also thought that um, the gods are reveal revealing a hidden future to you, which oh. I didn't know much more. Yeah, they didn't say too much about it. They just said, nowadays, um, if you sneeze, it means someone's talking about you. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. And do you know there is a mathematical um, science to find out who is speaking about you when no, you sneeze? No, there is not. No. Yes, there oh, is. I don't believe that for a they second. They say... Fight, yeah, fight, I, fight. <laughs> so whoever you're with, you've sneezed. Now, whoever you're with, you need to ask them for a three-digit number. So, Deb, give me a three-digit number. Oh, I have heard of this. I don't know. <laughs> one, one, two, one. One, two, one. So now you add all those together. Right. One plus two is three plus one equals four, right? And then you match it mm -hmm. up to the alphabet, A, B, C, D. Oh, that's so right. somebody, A, B, C, D. Deb, you're talking Deb, about talking me. About Deb! About <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my that, God. That it's science. So... <laughs> that, yep. That's so, from MIT, 
too, I guess. I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. sure it was. This sneeze travels <laughs> 200 feet because of all these angles and maths. And also, if you add these three numbers up, this is the first That someone question. randomly gives you. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I oh. thought I read that uh, when you sneezed, people thought in ancient Greek that also it's like, it's the classic thing, like you're expelling demons, right? So it's good luck to sneeze because you're getting rid of all the bad stuff, which I think is still, people still say bless you, right? That's where that came from. Yeah. I thought bless you was from the plague because when you sneezed, that was a sim- yeah. early symptom of the plague and bless you was being like, bless you, quick, you need protection you're because die. you're about to die. Yeah, well, look, I didn't yeah. look it up, so you could be right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably I also, are. I did look up bless you in Greek though. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm oh, going to try and no? pronounce okay. it and see if my Googling is correct. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't know why I did this. In my notes, I wrote down... I wrote down the spelling in Greek as if I could convey what that looked like. <laughs> and after that, I said, which is roughly pronounced like this. Yeah. But you can't see it, so it doesn't make sense. So, Lloyd, could yeah. you just sneeze for us? <laughs> Yeetsis. <gasps> that was perfect. Very good. Yay. Wow. Well done, Rob. Wow. But according oh. to Google Translate, which is probably the only accurate translation tool in the world, uh, <laughs> That Yitzis translates to ladies, which mm. can't be right. <laughs> oh. Ladies? <laughs> ladies? Yeah, that's, um, that's no. what Google tells no. me, but I could no, be. No, no, no. What is it? Google Tell- might have lied to you. Google always it's, lies. I think oh, yeah. it's from like, yeah, yeah is like health, okay. like to your health, right. but I could be totally wrong. Well, that's what. Um, well, it makes more sense than ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's what. In you know, in, in Germany they say Gesundheit. Yeah. That's health in German. Right. Oh, that's oh, not okay. ladies also. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Das think ladies. So. Yes. <laughs> no good. Um, I thought you uh, were saying ladies. Like, what does it mean in Greek? I thought you were asking oh, us. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a very weird thing for me to have done because I said it. <laughs> In my notes, I put Ladies. brackets. So, no, you go, go on. on. Uh, so, we, we gave. Soranus got a kind of a rough start with us talking shit about <laughs> his of, theories. Yeah. Good finish, though. Um, <laughs> but he, he actually was, like you said, a big part of ancient Greek medicine and contributed quite a lot. So he, he was, was the physician he was a, to... He was a giant. He was huge. <laughs> a big part he was the, the physician to Marcus Aurelius, which oh, is probably as high right. as a physician can get. Um, but he also... They, they think he has the earliest description of the podalic version of delivering a baby, which is feet first, which is... Oh. Um, oh. Which was claimed... No, the incorrect way. Incorrect, yeah. Which was claimed to be yeah. a new discovery in the 1400s. Um, because wow. they hadn't rediscovered his his writings, uh, he also wrote a ton of papers on nervous disorders and fractures and skin diseases. Um, wow. And for like fifteen hundred years, up until this, the fourteen hundreds, when the dark ages were starting to end and science was coming back, mm-hmm. his opinions on pregnancy, birth, and infant care were basically like law. So his his wow. uh, contributions were not so that's like, insignificant. That's like yeah. Pretty wow. much thirteen or fourteen hundred years, where he was, his word was as law in yeah. the world. Um, we're finding I, that, that a lot crazy. in what I, we're researching. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And except I've never heard of Soranus before. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Like he's not one of the big ones that comes up when no, you think of ancient yeah. Greek no. philosophers and physicians, no. which uh, is strange. 
Yeah. Um, can I? That's probably read... why he didn't change his name. Do you? Nobody knows me anyway. Do you want the exact extract where he described this from his text gynecology? Because I have it in Greek. Yitzis, yitzis, Ladies, ladies, ladies. Have a translation. Uh, it's it's a little sure. wordy, but I think it uh, it's just like I guess to us now in 2023, it's like wow, Sorenus was so wrong. But at the time, it's like <laughs> the most probably the most intelligent and scientific that a person could get was his uh, the, the way that the Greek philosophers and physicians described and communicated yeah. their oh, learnings. Yeah. Sorry, yep. if you will, bear with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all wrong. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Oh, Lloyd, it's probably too long a text to pretend to be an ancient Greek person. What would your ancient Greek accent be? I, I don't know if you guys gonna, have listened to enough that when we... <laughs> we do a lot of we, we try and do accents when we read things from okay. people, but ancient Greek is a tough one. I think I was going to steer towards oh, just like, why is it probably like Gandalf uh, from our intro piece, more like uh, the old wise wizard kind of accent. Imagine you're wearing a toga and have a, a long white beard kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the closest you're going to get. I, I'm going to do it. And then when it gets too terrible, I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit to it. All right. And since it is safer to prevent conception from taking place than to destroy the fetus, we shall now first discourse upon such prevention. For if it is much more advantageous not to conceive than to destroy the embryo, one must consequently beware of having sexual intercourse at those periods which we said were suitable for conception. And during the sexual act, at the critical moment of coitus, when the man is about to discharge (laughs) the seed, the woman must hold her breath and draw herself away a little, so that the seed may not be hurled too deep into the cavity of the uterus. Oh, and getting up immediately and squatting down, she should induce sneezing and carefully oh. wipe the vagina all around. She might even drink something cold. That's a lot of work. <laughs> so many things to be done. It also oh, aids in preventing conception to smear the orifice of the uterus oh. all over before with not nice fresh olive oil, but with old olive oil or honey or cedar resin or juice from oh. the balsam tree alone or together with white lead or with a moist serrate containing myrtle oil and white lead or before the act with moist alum or with galbanum together with wine or to put a lock of fine wool into the orifice of the uterus or before sexual relations to use vaginal suppositories which have the power to contract and to condense oh my that is so much that is that foreplay is a if lot. I've ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. This is That's going to be an exhausting uterus. Let me just show I have you a, my I have a bone to pick. Gynecology. I do. I have sure a bone do. To pick. <laughs> Sor- oh, that everything he said was wrong? Yes. No, just one thing. Okay, one thing. Everything else sounds <laughs> he, perfectly <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's, I see the logic. He said to find and drink something cold. Oh, no, no. But he didn't say to do that. He said she you might could. even drink something cold. Like she might. Know. Possibly. She could be a little thirsty. Yeah. But, but sure this, is, this is pre, pre-electricity by quite a bit. So they don't have refrigerators. And I know that <laughs> at least in the summertime, Greece gets quite hot. Where are they getting cold drinks from? No sex in summer, Lloyd. You know that. No sex in summer. All right. I accept <laughs> <Yeah>. that argument. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as good as all the other ones. 
<laughs> you'd be surprised they have because it's such a hot place i know we're not talking about thousands of years ago but um they i don't know they probably buried stuff in the ground and they had these like stone houses and they were freezing so maybe that's so how she's they did just it. jumped off sneezed and dug a hole in the ground to get to the cold water. <laughs> well, she- <laughs> Just one second, I'll be right with you. She's maybe running bow legged she's... down the stairs. <laughs> oh, Trying to find her leads to smear. <laughs> yeah, white lead only though. Oh, oh, I'm out of white lead. And old olive oil. Like oh. oh that would just Well, that's probably readily available. Yeah, be so It's no it's no wow. good, Soranus. It's no good. No, no. I think that because but he had a sore anus, he was yeah. I was going to say, I think but, he was yeah, trying to make everybody else he's like, It's not a great way, but he's semi thinking logically about like how how the act is happening and what the 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 precursor event to pregnancy is, and how could we stop it without thinking of something. Really <laughs> how can we just avoid this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they didn't have Ooh. like microscopes or anything like that, so it's a lot of just observational science, right? He can only work with what he can see because yeah, you don't observe anything right. with microscopes, right? It, it, I mean, quite honestly, I think it is pretty amazing the stuff they came up with anyway. Like, they knew the act produced a baby, so that was something. Um, <laughs> I think we'd known that one for a while. We learned <laughs> So today we laughed, and we knew that. I wonder who figured it out eventually that that is what, you know, made that happen. Yeah. Uh, the first so, guy I don't know, to say it, everyone it... else was like, oh, that's not true. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that guy can't right. <laughs> I'm going to think about this no further. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I well, think you it know was what? like, yeah. You yeah. know what? If if she didn't smear herself with white lead. Schmear. If no, she didn't. <laughs> just the word schmear is. <laughs> Suppose the unfortunate happened and she got pregnant. Did you know that the according to the ancient Greeks, the wind direction... During sex tells you whether or not it's a boy or a girl. Well, wow. yeah. So if you can, if you conceived a child with the north wind blowing, it's a boy, and if it's a south hmm. wind blowing, it's a girl. That is nobody knows what happens if it's east or west, but if it's north <laughs> or south, <laughs> alien spawn. <laughs> it's boy or girl. But that's that one is so easy to like just put into practice and then determine that that's total bullshit. Just get 20 of the closest yeah. Greek women, do your science, yeah. and, and point the wind and do the north and find out that it's not true. <laughs> so, like, sure. there's some great Makes thinking. sense now. <laughs> oh, but, like, oh, yeah, I guess. It's a long time ago. So, I've got some other ancient contraceptive ideas, but oh, can no. I tell you a little bit about Ephesus? Ephesus. Sure. Sorry, is that another name? Or is this that feces? is the city that Soranus is from? <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Soranus oh, is from Ephesus. Ephesus. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is this a historical joke? This guy didn't even exist. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's why we never heard oh. of him. <laughs> this this just gets better and better. By all means, like, go gen- ahead. Oh, both of those word, I'm normally all about the wordplay. Both of those didn't pick up on at all so i appreciate you guys thank you for, for, thanks for making this worth it i guess you were thinking about the uterus smearing yeah, I, I read that passage and that's all i could think about yeah. uh, all right Lloyd, tell us about e-feces e-feces uh poo through your mail um <laughs> electronic poo uh, uh so oh 
Ephesus was a thriving port city in modern day Turkey, but in ancient Greece, and especially during like the seventh century BC, uh, really famous for having equal opportunities for men and women in every industry. Really, like, like mm-hmm. the the town guard, the medical lawyer, politician. Uh, it was a really progressive place, uh, and also the birthplace of Heraclitus who is um, a philosopher, I wrote, beloved by douchebags with motivational Instagrams as they take <laughs> fragments of his quotes out of context. I, mean, I have something on him unless you're going to do it. No, I got nothing on him. Do, sure, um, do you want it now or when you finish talking about Ephesus? I'll finish Ephesus and then you can yep. come back to Heraclitus. Um, in 356 BC, so way back, so this city was around mm-hmm. for a long time, oh, yeah. a crazed man called Herostratus burnt down... Uh, the city's temple to Artemis, who's the Greek god of hunting, wild animals, mm-hmm. the wilderness, and childbirth. Oh. So quite oh, a lot. Oh. Throw that in there. It's also yeah. all together. Busy guy. Yeah. Uh, Girl. Uh, then they rebuilt, they were like, fuck you, we'll rebuild it. They built the temple four times larger than the Parthenon and was considered one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. Amazing. It doesn't Ooh. exist anymore. Oh, isn't there a replica? Uh, there is a 1 to 24 scale replica. Oh, That's how big it was. Really? Because I've seen a picture yeah. of that and I was like, That's a nice big temple. That's 1 to 24? Yeah, it was huge. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, and Herostratus' crime prompted something called damnatio memoriae, which meant you were forbidden by law to mention his name, wow. which is a hectic oh, crime. Oh. But ironically, his name, Herostratus, is now an eponym for someone who commits a crime in order to get famous. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I wish I knew what an eponym was. That's eponym. Eventually, eventually, the Goths came, did what Goths do, and, and raised the city to the ground. Um, and by the time the Ottomans took control of the city, the Crusades and the Christians had come and banned all the fun stuff and <laughs> taken away women's rights. <laughs> Uh, and all fun things good old crusades so the ottomans got the city and like oh this is nice and then within a century they were like this sucks and they left and it then after that in the 15th century was just abandoned i think you can still go to ephesus or it's or it's a ruin that you can not a ruin but yes like an archaeological site you can ruin it's It's really cool it's really cool Mm. it's just like there's like a lot of the ruins are pretty intact yeah an unbelievable amount of history there it's crazy yeah yeah Yeah. let me tell you about uh, wait is ephesus in where do we say it's in modern turkey Turkey, now it's on the coast of turkey yeah cool because you guys like while we're talking about old history stuff you guys live in greece and Mm. there's a bunch of that I was just going to say, they were building the metro, uh, oh God, I guess it's like 20 years ago now, and it took forever and ever because they kept digging they, yeah. and yeah, and, and and running into, you know, all these ancient uh, ruins. That's and awesome. when you go down into most, it, it is, like, the, I take the metro to work every day, and uh, the metro station that I go down into, they've got, you can see, like, the rocks or the, the no. stones, they've, like, kind of built the metro station it around it. And they put so yeah they put it behind glass. I should take uh, take a picture and send Please. it to you. It's really incredible. But yeah. I take it, it so much for granted now. That is incredible. You know, like, it's like I don't know if, if yeah. you picked up, but like both me and Lloyd are like huge suckers for old stuff. Like, right. like I've been to like I've been to Rome and my wife was just like, can we please go and eat pizza? And I was like, no, we, we have to go to the Colosseum and then we're going to the Roman Forum. We're walking on the road. We're touching the pillars. We're doing the stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you showed Rob oh, and I God. a wall and you're like, this is a 4,000 year old wall, we could probably spend yeah. a whole afternoon just looking at it. Yeah. 
Wow, so, uh, you guys would see, never leave Greece. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> like we yeah. went to um when we were in Italy, we also went to Pompeii. Wow, that was oh. literally a field yeah. day. That was awesome. Wow. <laughs> That's just like, like oh. come here, come look at these dead people. This is great. <laughs> yeah, look at these rocks. I like those rocks, but they're different it's a different house. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's so fun. I was stopped at a red light. I don't know a while ago and I just looked up and it's like the, the Parthenon's oh. right there and I, it was oh. just one of those moments where I mean I, and I had been this was a few years ago so I'd been in Greece for like 25 years I'm like I don't know if you ever get used to that you know like you just yeah. all of a sudden you're like whoa there it is awesome. you know well because it's, it is you have to understand you're like in a city it's yeah. it's full-blown yeah. modern city well oh, yeah. older but modern city and mm. just in the center of the city at the top of a mm. mountain you see an ancient Parthenon. All right, fine, fine, awesome. fine. We'll come to Greece. Right. We'll do an episode together in Greece. It'll be great. We'll <laughs> yes, see the Parthenon. That's fine. We'll record in the Parthenon. Right. Oh my god! If you must. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, they've got a road trip too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we don't have good acoustics or audio in the Parthenon, that's it. I give up on podcasts. We already talked about that. We have shit audio. Like, <laughs> it can only get better from here. Um, <laughs> All right, Rob. Heraclitus. Yeah, boot, boot scoot back to Heraclitus. Cladus. Cladus. Heraclitus. Oh boy. Um, so the ancient Greeks were keen on exercise and muscles, but mm -hmm. like the oh, Olympics, yes. all that stuff, but also physical mm -hmm. beauty. Um, and as such, mm -hmm. they had some pretty intense skincare routines from what I've read. I wasn't there. Of course, uh, <laughs> this regularly required, required loads of olive oil because that's like, I assume that's how the country runs, right? Because the currency is not worth anything. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> but in some instances, they also thought crocodile. I don't know. If there are even crocodiles in Greece, but this came up, and I, I look, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It's not a scientific paper, so who knows if it's true? But apparently, they thought crocodile poop was a great skin treatment, so they would often mix. Maybe it wasn't crocodile, but like dung with mud and spread it upon the face. Or if you're feeling particularly luxurious and could afford this much quality dung, you would take a dung bath. Great for the skin, terrible for the stank. Ooh, so maybe they, maybe it was Boston. We don't have a. Uh... Crocodiles. I, I don't I think reckon so, they had but buses either. Maybe it was, <laughs> that's true. It probably didn't have buses. You know but who, do has, maybe who does it was, have buses? You know, part, it was one of the trades from like Egypt <laughs> oh, God. or something. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Possibly from the Nile. Yeah, it could be a thing. Uh, that sounds before, right. before we move on, I have a really, really have perfect... Have uh, Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, in ancient Egypt, they used to use crocodile poop as a paste uh, to form a barrier between semen and cervixes as... Contraceptive. Oh, I was going to say ah. that if somebody, if one of the two has this bath in crocodile dung, that's going to be enough to, to stop baby making happening. I think yeah, right? yeah, yeah like from the get go, with blocking. <laughs> yeah, <in the> like, <laughs> it's like, see, like see wow, ya. you smell literally like shit. See you later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna um, go find wow. someone you know, to just rub themselves with olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You mentioned the the rubbing with the olive oil. You know. Again, back in ancient times, in the land of the Olympics, athletes were um, kind of like the Kardashians of the day. You know, everybody looked up to them. Yeah. And their sweat mm -hmm. was considered magical. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And everybody wanted the sweat. Yes, I'm sure you did. And it was believed that sweat was a cure-all. Um, and they bottled it. So mm -hmm. the athlete's body would be covered in oil. He would exercise naked, of course. Yeah, so like, first, and then the before go, sorry, before you go on, first question's like, why do we need to douse ourselves with oil to exercise? I get sweaty well, enough as it is. 
Like, why add oil? Well, to they that? had a reason. They said that the uh, the sweat infused with the oil, and then they would scrape the oil from the body and bottle it and sell it. As a, it had a name, right? It was like uh, Gloyos or something. Yeah, I didn't write mm, that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm telling you, it had a name. But they it was did. Called Gloyos. It did have a name, and they sold it to people <laughs> the cure. I'm not going to argue. Uh, I think yeah, it was so. for viewership. Like, who doesn't want to go watch uh, so some guys at the Olympics covered in oil? Really? It yeah, was a running naked. tactic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess so. But, like, I, I thought the Greeks were really into, like, wrestling. Surely oil does not help with that. That's just, like, <laughs> slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's, Maybe like, it's... Greco-Roman wrestling, right? Yeah. Add, add oh, a right. bunch of olive oil and you've got, like... <laughs> Um, <laughs> late night club jelly wrestling. That's a whole different thing. People in the stands are like, is it supposed to be sexy? Or <laughs> Why do I nervous? like this so much? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Uh, and of course, our my... friend Sorinus came in and that ended. <laughs> Get out of here, you stupid physician. You <laughs> needed more olive oil. <laughs> so... You said they scraped the olive oil off these sweaty, sweaty boys into bottles and sold it to people as, like I said, a cure-all for like, a cure-all. basically for like all aches and pains, anything you got going on, just like rub this sweaty olive oil on yourself. Exactly. But there were some people in the gymnasiums that had to go around scraping other people down scraping for their sweat naked oil. sweaty men yes mm. <laughs> it's a job people you know, I, don't know. I feel like there's something there's an under undercut like i think there's an undercurrent to this yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was like the, <laughs> the flipping that's like the flipping burgers of their day the dads were like it's yeah. a good job you should be thankful to have a job <laughs> yeah i don't want to have you have one man uh, apparently rob 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 can you I'm, teach me about Teach me about Heraclitus, please. Nope, because I have to finish this one out because I also wrote this down. There was also second-hand, not second-hand, but like second-rate Gloyos. Like the top stuff was directly scraped from athletes. They would also scrape down all of like the walls of the gym and the gym equipment for like second-hand sweaty oil and sell it for like cheaper to be like, hey, here's Gloyos, but you can't afford the good stuff. So this will probably be fine. It's the wish is wish version versus your uh, oh. biological story. Yeah. It turns up in a bottle. It's like, oh, it doesn't even look like olive oil. Why is it green? <laughs> All right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Wow. Heraclitus. So I was talking about oh, cro- yeah. crocodile poop and skin treatments. Apparently, yes. Heraclitus, what did you say about him? He was, a, he was one of the Greek philosophers, one of the like high and mighty, right? Yeah, he's got like quotes about being a strong, independent Douche man bag. that yeah, douchebags right. like. So he had apparently... <laughs> He died this way. He had some skin issues going on. So he was like, crocodile poop, here we come. He buried his entire body in a pile of warm dung and mud. And he oh. stayed in there just a little too long. And he ended up overheating and dying, covered in poop. Oh, oh wow. my God. So you, whenever what you see a, a douchebag quote Heraclitus, just be like, you know, he died in a pile of shit. Yeah, can't wait. I'm going to comment <laughs> it on everything I see. Yeah, oh, Nothing to do with Heraclitus. Did you know he died in a pile of shit? <laughs> He died wow. in feces in a feces. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is That's a pretty shitty death. Ever. <laughs> it is a crappy death, isn't it? Yeah. I, bet he wasn't, I bet he wasn't pregnant, though. So that's something. I, I will assume he was not, but I still want to know how much he could have possibly paid for that entire pile of dung. He was a philosopher. That's true. Though. He probably had it donated yeah. by the people for science. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Who's got any other exciting things vaguely related to sweat or Greek contraception? No, not Greek. Ancient Greek contraception. That's different. Uh, Uh, I have one. What have you got? 
So I mentioned the the crocodile poop one, and interestingly, apparently there was some evidence even today that it may have been fairly effective because it's got um, acidic properties to it. So it might have been a good spermicide rather than being a barrier, as they thought. It might have just been a good spermicide. I also read that one of the people that was involved in talking about gynecology and how we might prevent babies said uh like a wedge of lemon which might have a yeah thing cause that was the next one i had wow yeah so which probably not perfect like, it doesn't but doesn't seem fun no it doesn't seem no no like no a wedge, like i get if you get like a little cut on your hand and then you squeeze lemon and you yeah. squeeze a lemon like <laughs> ow yeah uh which I... is strange because you know what in ancient times again if your partner was unfaithful um, obviously, mm. there's going to be some signs of punishment. Did you read this? Um, uh, possibly. There is a punishment. It comes in the in the form of ginger root. Oh, no. So mm. <laughs> if um, whoever was whoever was the unfaithful partner, you know, male or female, it depends, um, they would get the root of ginger placed inside their vagina or their anus, depending on who it is, <laughs> because evidently it... Uh, creates an unbearable burning sensation. Yeah, spicy. So that's your punishment. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, maybe that's where the term spicy sex came from. Uh. Or maybe, uh. maybe, maybe Soranus. Soranus. Yeah. Sor- <laughs> maybe- unfaithful oh, that before was- he learned about gynecology. Or yeah, his name was just Mark mother- before that. <laughs> <laughs> or his mother had been unfaithful and uh, that's how she ended up with the name for Damn. Did we wow. also do one episode, Lloyd? I just have this weird recollection of Romans shutting fish up someone's butt. Oh yeah, it oh. was. Uh, oh, that was um, it's not just me. <laughs> it's the name of the episode. Ancient Roman bumfish was the name of the episode. <laughs> I do recall that. Uh, I think that was to do with infidelity as well. Like if you, uh, if yeah, you would have a, a fish straight up the butt. Oh, but that would. Oh, but think about the. I mean, you probably covered it, but. If you try to t- remove the fish, doesn't the um, gills and everything kind of gets oh. go? It's the wrong way. Yeah, blowfish you know? right up the butt. Yeah, <laughs> and then inflated. Anyway, it might be tantalizing. <laughs> Who knows? Tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh. It's been a while. They're passing it. Ooh, keep talking. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh man, I have uh, I have one more thing. And I don't know why this is the last thing that I have, but it was uh, (laughs) similar to the Romans, apparently. Uh, Dental care in ancient Greece was limited to gargling urine and using twigs as toothpicks and potentially an early version of flossing, but with horse hair. None of which sounds great. Yes. Well, the tw- uh, we pro- Deb, how did we not in the dentistry episode cover oh yeah, you guys gargling with urine? As well, right? yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I didn't get the gargling with urine. Huh, my yeah. Google sucks. No. Oh, so. look, Google's, Google's lots, many and varied results. Who knows which is true? Uh, yeah. Uh, but apparently thinking, in, in Greece yeah. and, and Rome, gargling urine was a thing. But side note, apparently in Rome, there was such a booming urine trade, and this is oh human God. urine, uh, that mm-hmm. it had to be taxed at one point. Oh my god! <laughs> it wasn't just That's for great. Yeah, it wasn't just for gargling, but apparently they also used it for various chemical processes because obviously it's got loads of ammonia and stuff in it. Yeah, like, antiseptics and stuff like that. Yeah, could this be? Could this be our break, you guys? Could this be our money-making idea? Because podcasting is obviously not working. It's not working. It's not working for us. Um, I will say I have heard there is an uptake, and I know there's a few books on it and papers about drinking your urine. Uh. 
for health oh, benefits. No. Nah. I'm just <laughs> letting you know if you're exploring the field. I'm Deb. Deb. I wasn't gargling. It's up and coming. It's come on. You want to make some money. I'm telling you, it's it's the latest rage. If you tell me how Get- I can make money by gargling my own urine, that would be... <laughs> I well, I actually, is. the thing is, I don't. I think you're supposed to drink your own urine, so I don't know how well you can market urine. I thought you were about to we can look into some it. Kind of we can look into that it. Involves us guiding urine. <laughs> nah, I'm not into that. I, you drink my know, urine, should... and then you find two other people to drink your urine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I that's... think we should issue a disclaimer to your listeners. We, uh, dear listeners, are in no way encouraging you to drink your own urine. Okay, this is a conversation. Uh, Deb does not friends. speak for us. Robin Lloyd, do encourage you to drink your own urine. Yeah, that brings do that brings me. Happy. That's a good segue, actually. This week we're sponsored by urine. Um, use the code. <laughs> no, do, don't you mean Tell goggle mugs, Lloyd? Ah, good one. That sounds like an appropriate place to end the first part of this apparently shocking podcast episode. Certainly smelly. You guys have you guys have similar chaotic energy to us. (laughs) I like it. Oh, we thrive. We drink our urine. That's why. Yeah. That's how we get so every morning. Uh, Yeah. I said that was the time to end the segment. (laughs) we missed that it never ends it doesn't end uh so that is that's that's sneezing to stop babies and loads of other stuff that just ended up in urine and crocodile poop so if you learned something please also send us an email because i would be thrilled to know if you learned something from that chaos (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so typically we would do a mid-segment but i think neither of us has the energy or didn't put the energy in to do it, and we figured that uh, there'd be way too much urine talk to warrant one. So uh, I think we're just gonna we're just gonna handball it right over. Let's Deb plow ahead. Chris, uh, what okay. did you guys learn this week? Uh, well, we discussed that because we're here in Greece. We have some interesting, well, basic holidays. Basic holidays. Um, <laughs> it's this wow, holidays everybody celebrates. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Everybody celebrates. For me, I looked up all the traditions of Greece um, in Every their Christmas one. because, <laughs> no, just Christmas. And well, and a couple others. And Deb decided to look at Easter because um, they celebrate a little bit different than they do in the States and Canada. Yeah. Greek, yeah. Greek Orthodox Easter just like, it was relatively recently, right? Because it's not at... Uh, Regular Easter is the wrong word, but it's not at. That's uh, right. Christian you're right. Easter it's not a regular yeah. Easter. I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And no, every four years we end up 15. on the same one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Every four years. <clears throat> like oh, awesome. a leap year. All right. Well, tell us about yeah. Greek Christmas and Greek Orthodox Easter. Okay. Well, it's not going to be as exciting as urine. I can tell you that. We'll work it in somehow. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll start off pretty basic. We, as you know, put up a Christmas tree. Uh, and Greeks do put up Christmas trees, but mm-hmm. it began in probably like 1833 when Otto, I don't know who he is. He's not Greek, he's Bavarian <laughs> just, or whatever. Just but anyway, he was Good in the palace. Otto. Yeah, he was in the palace here and he put up the Christmas tree. So that kind of got that going. But it didn't really gain any popularity until the 1950s. Before uh-huh. that, the main symbol of, for Christmas was decorating a Christmas boat. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A caravaki. The sailboat. Yes. The Christmas yeah. boat. 
Oh, and it's still, yes. you can still see people. It's still a symbol yep. of Christmas in Greece, right? Yeah. If you go to a port town or if you go onto the islands, they'll still decorate the, oh, like, awesome. I think it's usually a sailboat, isn't it? Or so a fishing are we boat. So we're we talking about, like, like, a, like the family's boat will get decorated for Christmas or we've got a specific Christmas boat? No, a specific, like, like they go out to the harbor and they uh, decorate one. Because, you know, here in Greece, they don't really celebrate Christmas Day, per se, the way we do, say, everywhere yeah. else. Sure. Santa, or Agios Vasilis, oh. he comes sorry, on sorry, New Year's Day. You can't just brush over that. Who is Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, keep up. Agios Vasili. He, um, Agios means saint. Saint. Mm. Okay. saint. Vasili is Billy. William. B- Bill? What? Bill. Saint Bill. Oh, yeah. Saint Bill? <laughs> that's not Saint Bill. Santa. <laughs> yeah, 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 that saint sounds Nicholas. real, you guys. <laughs> Now that I'm saying it out loud, that just sounds horrible. But it sounds so much better in Greek. It does. It really does. <laughs> is it? Oh, no. Yeah. Hold on. I think I... Is it St. Basil, not Billy? Basil is yeah. the day where gifts are exchanged, Vasil- but I don't think he's right. the guy. He's not the guy. It is. But when you take... Va- if you translate the word Vasily currently, it's Billy or oh, William. Billy. But I think previously mm. it was uh, Basil. Or- ba- yeah, Basil. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Basil, because it's, I think that's yeah, I think it's changed over time. Yeah. Yeah. So does he? Is he? How, how similar is he to to Santa or like Saint Nick or all of those kind of? He's like Saint Nick. He's um he's similar to he's like Saint Nick. And he uh years ago, I mean, my husband would get a couple of like a chocolate underneath his pillow for Christmas. Yeah, they didn't get a lots gift. of toys and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like when he was a child, he got. Yes, but like because, you were like you know, for Christmas. Here you go, one chocolate <laughs> under the pillow. Bring you back to your childhood. No, they didn't. Oh, get, and there's they the tooth I left for the tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they chucked those over the roof. Anyway. Uh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Okay. So on Christmas Day. Yes. They just have a big meal. It's. It, Previously, now the American traditions are coming to Greece. But right. previously, they would just have a big meal. Christmas wasn't their big holiday. New Year's Day is their big holiday. Mm. Santa, or Agios Vasili, comes on New Year's Eve. So, um, yeah, so they didn't have a... Up until recently, until as, early, as late as 50s, they didn't even put up a tree in the house. They yeah. just decorated the oh. boat. I love, I love the and idea it, of a Christmas boat. It just sounds... I do. So I think like, that's so cool. So cool, but like... Can it's I, actually oh, quite yeah. pretty. Yeah. Chris, gonna, did you look up yes. why? Because I think I know why they do that. Did you look it up? There was a couple of different theories because I think Versions? that's what they okay. are, the theories. But basically um, is they think that they were decorated as a way to honor the brave men that spent months at sea because they're basically on the islands and on uh, harbor towns. Yeah, gotcha. Um, during yeah, the most beautiful season. Also, and St. Nick. Uh, so this is, yeah, I'm not sure how this is all related, but St. Nick is celebrate. The Greeks celebrate their names. They, they celebrate their name days more than they celebrate their birthdays. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think St. Nick's uh, name day is, I think, the 6th or the 5th of December. Mm-hmm. And he Six. was the patron saint, the 6th. Um, he was the patron saint of sailors. So somehow I think it's all connected, ah. like the sailors, St. Nicholas, St. Mm-hmm. Nick. Mm-hmm. And, and like Chris is saying, um, Agios Vasilis is the first day of January, like his name day, the, the name day for Vasilis is the oh, first sure. of January. So it's all over the cool. place. So kind of Christmas, <laughs> it's a free for all. Christmas is more leaning towards that New Year kind of time rather than exactly. the 25th. Yeah. I've just Googled it's some really... of these like Greek uh, Christmas boats and some of them are really, mm-hmm. really cool. Or, or oh, they're they like are. Light, light decorations in the shape of a boat, like out in the harbor in some places. It's very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll that tell you, since beautiful. I moved here, the 
they literally I had little kids and we got here Christmas, you know, we, there were no Christmas decorations up until like Christmas mm. Eve and it was minor. They all came out after Christmas, which was devastating to me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't get used to it either. I, yeah. It took me a really oh, long time to get awful. used to it. Oh, it was awful. Like they it, just zero Christmas spirit whatsoever like I was used to in the States. Mm. And probably in the past five years, suddenly boom, mm. where yeah. suddenly Christmas really? is the big deal. And yeah, and it, yeah, it's really in the past five years, Christmas has become huge yeah. and it rolls into New Year's. Like it's almost like a Christmas week now. So do you think that's, um, so obviously that's like, uh, I guess, uh, Westernization. Nice and like homely for you guys, given your yeah. background from the US and the traditions. From, oh, from it's there. been torture. But, it's been tor- <laughs> but like, do you think that, do you think that's, uh, sad and a little bit that they're losing the mm. traditional Greek Christmas or they're just doing both now? Like, um, I think for, uh, I think it is kind of a little sad. I think like everything else, mm. you know, the traditions are always nice yeah. to keep. But in the world today with internet and TV and everything mm. else, I mean, you feel like you're, comp- it just doesn't, you know, they see how the Western world is and they want to enjoy it too. So yeah, it's it's got its sad things. Yeah. But. but I don't think it's being, I don't think it's superseding their traditions. Like, no, you know, I think it's no, kind of like so. a, an, addition Additional. to it so maybe it's yeah. even nicer yeah That's like good. it's you know they still they still go to church um you know they make their traditional foods and stuff like that mm-hmm. um they so, definitely yeah, do all that still yeah, yeah it's just like an addition like you said yeah. it's um, yeah, like, like they don't families. have halloween here they don't have yeah. halloween here halloween and that to me. Oh, okay well that killed me because um i want my kids to go trick-or-treating <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i spent god what 10 years of it decorating my house and bringing stuff over from the states and having halloween parties and everything else and now in the past like three years there's big yeah. announcements on tv about how it's halloween time in america and then you go around there's places you know the, all the um the tutoring places are decorating for halloween and mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's come over for sure yeah nice well it just means to get more celebrations if they're keeping the old ones and exactly ones. exactly it's just becoming more but speaking of new year's deb how about the vasilopita <laughs> yeah what about vasilopita <laughs> just more made up words <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> well vasilopita is from vasilis and pita which is pie so it's so it's right. cake <laughs> it's Saint ba- it, it's like <laughs> Saint so this Basil billy pie cake. yeah so, saint, <laughs> billy pie saint bill's pie <laughs> <laughs> with a side of dung. <laughs> anyway, what so this you? is like, yeah. it's New Year's. Um, and this tradition, everybody does it. The idea is there's a cake or a bread, depends mm-hmm. on your economic status. Um, it's baked in honor of Agios Vasili. And yep. after the cake is baked, uh, someone puts a coin to, through the bottom of the cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, mm. and then this, at midnight, supposedly, we never do it at midnight, the cake is served, <laughs> <laughs> and whoever finds the coin will have good luck all year. Um, but when handy. you cut the cake, when you cut the cake, you must, the first piece of cake is cut, it's for Christ. Of course. The second is for the Virgin mm. Mary. Of course. And the third is for the house, and the rest is for everybody else that's there. You throw those pieces away? No, the house no. eats a piece. Christ <laughs> eats a piece, Lloyd. Are you listening? And Virgin Mary turns up. It just, she yeah. shows up for the piece. By the end of New Year's Eve, Virgin Mary's like, Christ, guys, I can't eat anymore. 
I can't yeah, if, anymore. If Christ and the Virgin Mary don't show up, it's really not a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's also a, I, I don't think it's ancient, but when, at least when I was growing up, my, my grandma was a little girl. They put coins in Christmas pudding in the UK as well. Mm. And the, if you found oh, a coin, okay. it was good luck. Yeah. Yeah, but did you have to get did anybody rid of, half choke the cake on the coin? by giving it to Christ and the Virgin, <laughs> <laughs> and also the house? That's like no, we ate it all. That's classic how... British imperialism, though, isn't it? Like we get the whole cake, you get none. <laughs> Whereas the Greeks are like, all right, you guys, here's half the cake. <laughs> yeah. What, oh. so, depending on how generous whoever's cutting is for Christ and the Virgin, which they also get judged on how how big those slices are. Like you could not get the coin at all, right? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Trembling. There's been we've had many times when the church gets in like most times my husband will, you know, put out fifty dollars and say whoever gets the coin gets the fifty dollars and how many Ooh. times we've had to donate it to the church. Uh, you know, grandma grabs it to bring it to church. And supposedly Supposedly actually come to think yeah. I've never seen her bring it. <laughs> loaded. She'd been smashing cake and making money. <laughs> it, 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 it's like it's it's ugly. It's like a free for all. The cake gets cut. Everyone takes a piece, and then they start stabbing it with the fork, digging around oh, for the God. damn coin. Yeah, <laughs> it's ugly. That's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, not in here. No, I didn't get it. The Vaseline cake. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Just delicious. Sorry, Lloyd, I interrupted you. As I, I tried to read something about St. Basil, try to find something interesting. And, and uh-huh. no, no offense to St. Basil, lived a pretty regular life as a saint, just doing good things. I couldn't find anything <laughs> about his soreness or gargling urine, nothing. <laughs> so you're but, looking for St. Basil's dirty secrets. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was. <laughs> I found one article, and I quote, it said... Um, this story suggests that St. Basil had a playful sense of humor and a talent for witty remarks. Ooh. And now let me tell you the story. <laughs> now that you've been, you've been oh, prefaced okay. with that. Uh-oh. I am uh, pulled in. The story tells of how St. Basil once received a gift of 50 eggs from a parishioner. Oh, damn. In response, oh. he quipped, Now I know which came first, the chicken or the egg. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. wow. He, yep. he, wow. Yeah. Very he playful, he, he very witty. Yeah. He is a witty hope, ge- gentleman, isn't yeah. he? Yep. I hope he kept his day job. <laughs> being a saint. Being a saint. I also would love thinking that your response to that would have been that guy's response. The guy gave him 58. He says the line. He goes, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Give me my eggs back. Yeah. Oh, damn it. How am I going to make all these cakes now? <laughs> damn, the church is going to starve. <laughs> oh, wait yeah. a minute. There's a real fear of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. So, the pomegranate. <laughs> okay. Get, uh, okay. What is that, like the book title? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no. She just yells out pomegranate, pomegranate. every so often. Guys, Listen, this is some more Christmas fun. And okay. then I have... Yeah. Okay. The pomegranate. The I don't pomegranate. know if you guys... Yeah. The it's lowly pomegranate. I know that much. It is, and it's a symbol of fortune, fertility, and prosperity. Ooh. And yet, it's a yeah. popular decoration around Christmas. I don't know why. But supposedly, just after midnight, now this has never, ever happened, nor have I seen it. And Deb, I'm pretty sure you haven't either, but maybe I'm wrong. Supposedly, just after midnight, the homeowner is supposed to stand outside of their front door 
and throw the pomegranate onto the doorstep and the seeds spread on the floor mean health and happiness for the family. Hmm. Oh, that's adorable. But no, I haven't been here 28 <laughs> years and I've never seen that. <laughs> This just sounds real messy. Yeah, it sounds slippery. It does seem real messy. Yeah. And evidently on New Year's Eve, you're also supposed to hang onions in your doorway because onions are a sign of rebirth and promote growth. Really? I think it means mold. <laughs> I've now got <laughs> messy pomegranate on the ground. I've got these moldy onions hanging from my doorstep. What the frig? <laughs> Also, oh. pomegranate seeds like really stain. I've tried making juice and they yes. stain the countertop like crazy. So people must just oh, have this awful, awful like blood stain on their front <laughs> front stoop. I know. Oh, That's what, exactly what I was thinking. I'm blood. like, oh no, officer, <laughs> it's pomegranate juice. <laughs> all right. I, I could see that say. at Easter, but not at Christmas. Um, yeah. Deb, yeah. I don't think you've heard this one either. Sounds like you're making up traditions here, Chris. I know it does, and I feel like I am. Uh, Google (laughs) might have. I don't know. But the Christmas hog. Now, this is evidently not everywhere, but a lot of regions of Kriti and some other places. um, At one time, seafood and veggies were the main staple of Greece, and meat was just a delicacy. So during Christmas season, you know, the 12 days of Christmas, people would um, splurge, and they'd eat pig meat. The whole pig, nothing was left. They even cleaned out the bladder, inflated it, and gave it to the kids to use as a ball. That's generous. Isn't that nice? I haven't heard anything about that. The only thing that rings a bell (laughs) is the inflated belly as a a ball. I know, but I'm not... that they use the whole thing instead of, you know... It is. It is. What's it called? Respectful. But no, I've never heard of that. No, no. God. Mm. Hungry. And then to round out to round out the Christmas season is of course January sixth, which is Epiphany. Of course, uh, the baptism. Of course. Yeah, Epiphany of, of Christ, the baptism of Christ. Um, so there's a big church service. Never been to it. Great sanctification of water, something like that. And after the service, people gather at the edge of a body of water in town, and mm-hmm. the priest blesses the water, mm-hmm. and then he hurls a big, huge ass cross into the water, mm-hmm. and. All the young men dive in. Now, this is January, remember? And it's cold here. The young men dive in to get it. And the one who gets it gives it to the priest for a special blessing. Oh. And supposedly, which I sometimes somehow feel this is, doesn't happen anymore, he would re, the, whoever caught the uh, cross would receive cross. gifts of cash from the, oh, uh, oh. From the crowd. Well, that's away. way better than good luck for a year. Yeah, I think yeah. that is your luck. <laughs> I'll take retrieving the cross for 500, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um, Did all the young men oil up before they went? (laughs) I don't, you know, they didn't mention, uh, well, they might, it might be a good thing because in the water, you know, it kind of slides off. You could make you have to assume they the speed, did. wouldn't yeah, it? You, you have to assume they did and then all scraped each other down afterwards. It's all very, <laughs> all very Greek, yeah. very traditional. <laughs> now you're going to make pretty... me go next year to see. <laughs> Please yeah. do. Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty, Chris, I don't know, but are women also allowed to dive in now? No, it... no, no. No, really? don't be ridiculous. That's wrong. Yeah. I've Christ been here a hell of a lot less sure? time than you. Come on. I have never... You know better than I'm that. I'm going to look that sucker up. I'll let you know. Okay. I have <laughs> this one is, This is fun. ripe. No, this this is ripe opportunity for you to go dressed as a man, win, and then yeah. do a huge reveal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And as I rip that cross away from you, 
Yeah. <laughs> the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the Jesus shame. doesn't love women. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, although, uh, what was it, Sparta, who revered women? Was it Sparta? Yes, yeah, absolutely. They did. Yeah. Jesus, though, so... Yeah. Yeah. So we we talked about cool historical quotes, and uh, one of them was from a Spartan queen. Someone asked why Spartan women are so revered and held to the same standard as men, and she said Spartan women are the only women who give birth to men. Oh, so, a quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That didn't work out. And so I have well, one but... fun Christmas Day fact that relates to Winston Churchill. <gasps> yes! Lloyd, you're welcome. Lloyd didn't even do that this week, I assume. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh. Did you, Lloyd? Uh, <laughs> I completely forgot. You f- Amazing. All right. You're you supposed to. If you can. I was. Can, all right. So this is Lloyd, This is normally Lloyd's job on the podcast is to, well, for this season anyway, to relate the fact to Winston Churchill and I score him arbitrarily with a random number of points. So, Chris, if you can do this uh, and achieve more than half marks from me arbitrarily... <laughs> Then I will fire Lloyd, and we will start a podcast together. <laughs> so please, oh, good, because that means all that Lloyd and I team up. Uh, like that's entirely up to you. I couldn't care less. <laughs> It'll be today. We mugged and laughed and giggled. <laughs> so very, very, I think that suits Athens, doesn't it? Today we mugged. <laughs> Sorry, generalizations. All right, Chris, take it away. All right, so. Winston Churchill, he went to Athens on Christmas Day in 1944 to try to use his influence between Greek government and the EAM in order to create a provisional government and avoid a civil war. Now, your question is, what the fuck is an EAM? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, please. (laughs) It stands for, ready? Get your pens. Mm -hmm. Ethnico Apeferotico Metopo. Mm -hmm. Ethnico makes me nervous. (laughs) It's just national. The National Liberation Front. Ah, okay. Okay. Mm. Um, So Churchill spent his Christmas at the Grand uh, Bertagny in Sigtagma Square. It was a big hotel. Um, And it was the location of a clash that had occurred there on December 3rd. Uh So the ELAS, Central Athens Command, actually had planted explosives all along the sewerage canals to blow up that exact hotel. Mm. Um, As that hotel's, yeah, I know, well, that hotel served as the seat for the British Forces Command. So basically, Mm. they could have blown up Winston Churchill that day, but they decided not to. Wow. This feels like a full pointer. That's a full point, Lloyd. See you later. (laughs) Giggle, laugh, and learn. Giggle, learn. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing Lloyd's job for him. Yes, thank you. I'm here for him. So that is my Christmas uh, traditions. Can I? Since you just brought up World War Two, I'm just going to sneakily chime in here. Uh, I was I was looking up when you mentioned you were doing this i was just looking up a few greek holidays for background apparently there's one uh called oxy day oh day. yeah yeah that means no okey day (laughs) (laughs) wait didn't somebody one one of our presidents called it oxy day wasn't biden i think biden did Sounds like something in America. Yeah, I think he did. He said, and to Greece, we want to wish a happy Oxy Day. Yes, because I think it was last year, maybe, or the year before. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so uh, so that's like a public holiday, like a bank holiday, right? It's a big holiday. Yeah, it's a huge holiday. It's the 28th of October. It's when 
or this is the way I read it anyway. Apparently, on October 28th, 1940, the Greek Prime Minister at the time, which is, I'm going to butcher this as well, Ioannis Mm -hmm. Metaxas, sounds about right, (laughs) is woken up by the Italian ambassador to Greece at the time, Emmanuel Grazzi. Emmanuel basically demands on behalf of the Axis forces that uh, Greece allow them to enter enter and occupy, inverted commas, strategic positions, i.e. Mm-hmm. Italy was like, hey, let us in, we're taking over your country. Um, yeah, exactly. And it was on this day mm-hmm. that Ioannis refuses, like the boss that he is, and Greece That's enters right. the war because the Axis then invade. And I think, <laughs> I didn't read into it, but I, I think... I think the Greeks got steamrolled a little bit by the Nazi invasion, but there was a Greek resistance and all of that stuff. Yeah. And so Oki yeah. Day is like a celebration of not the end of the war, but when Greece no. entered the war by uh, starting to resist the Axis powers at the time, which I think is a pretty cool thing to celebrate. So is yeah. this how yes. that city got its name? Because the Italian guy would have come in and said, can we invade? And he would have gone, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> No, <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think you nailed it. I, I, I never Everything's knew until explained. now. <laughs> well, it, if you guys come to, yeah, no, no, yeah. As we drive out, there's an episode where I ran a race and I cut my finger and it was tragic. But on the way out to that place <laughs> is a giant mountain and made out of stones is the words ohi <laughs> or oxen. Awesome. Oh. And you can see it. It's like. You know, it's one of those, you can see it all over the yeah. land. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I thought that's that, a that great a, holiday. Yeah, that was a very cool public holiday. Yeah. And it seems to be a thing. I think there's another one, but I didn't write it down. It's like a, instead of celebrating the end of wars or conflicts, there are multiple days or, or traditions for celebrating the start of conflicts, <laughs> such as this one. But that's like in a positive way, like they were, uh, you know, refusing to bend to the Axis powers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was when we my, fought back. Yeah. Exactly. My ex-husband, who is from Yanana, um, <laughs> he has a village Sorry, house. Yeah. <laughs> My God, we're going to get hate mail. Let's not give our coordinates at the end. No, We'd love to won't. get any kind of mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, us too. Well, I promise oh we God. won't get any. Death threats. Um, but his village, uh, which is just outside of Yanana, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, it, it, it's a small house and his grandfather lived there with his three siblings and parents and an Italian I don't know not a soldier like a general or whatever Mm. took over the house and the family was forced to live in the what's it called like a a shed yeah Um, they said that they were treated very well but it was like a very real rare thing or sorry real thing that um, they sort of took over the houses and yeah I know yeah wow it's true yeah it's wild you cool. heard it here first, so that, was a, that was a cool yeah. holiday. I don't think there's any particular traditions associated with it, but I thought it was very interesting and related to the No, we get the day off from work. Called, <laughs> whatever it yeah. is. Uh, are, we, are we moving to, to Greek Orthodox Easter? I have I one more that? Christmas thing. Oh. oh, yeah, hit us. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, definitely pronouncing it wrong. The the Greek trolls, the Kali Kan... Oh, I did Sorry. tell you Kali Kansari, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did uh, I, I have that written down. Where the frig did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, all I, 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 I got like one brief line on it because it sounded to me like these little trolls, they spend the whole year trying to cut down the tree of life and destroy the world. Of course. And then for 12 days, mm-hmm. they just come out and bully people. <laughs> like they don't do anything particularly evil. They just like trash rooms and steal food. And then they go back to trying to destroy the world. It just seems like 
an odd decision at Christmas. <laughs> aren't those like Chris? Aren't those like yes. the, the leprechauns? Is that what? Right? No. Yeah, similar to leprechauns. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they little are shit disturbers. To- yeah, yep. they're just bullies. Um, they, yeah. <laughs> well, they come in on Christmas. They go away on Epiphany. Um, basically, when the priest walks around to bless the homes on January 6th, the blessing with the holy water kind of makes them go away. They mm. um, they will go to... They're, they're described as being short, smelly, hairy, and said to be simply unattractive, <laughs> by the way. Meow. <laughs> 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 You know I can't grow a beard, Rob. He's normal height. To me, he's very short. So any any dig on height, um, I'm all about. Rob's too tall. (laughs) Class is half full. Is how I like to. Half full, you know. (laughs) Really. But the fun fact that I found about these little guys is that they eat insects, um, mice, little things like that. And rotten fruit. And if you walk alone at night, they may grab you and force you to dance with them until you pass out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. I think I like that. If you leave some food on the roof of your house, they might leave you alone. Oh. Sounds risky. Really? Yeah. yeah. But be careful. Uh, but be, those 12 days, don't walk around by yourself. You could grab yeah. by this guy and have to, yeah. They sound like little assholes. It sounds like a terrible excuse for men to be terrible men. Oh, it was the trolls. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) it does seem, you know, there seems to be Greek guys are either really tall or really under tall. (laughs) That's what I'm going to call you now, Lloyd. Lloyd's not sure. He's just under tall. He's just under tall. Oh, oh, that's funny. Incredible. Oh, yeah, I ripped yeah. out that page from my notebook. Isn't that funny? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's let's yeah. kick on to. We've got to keep this moving, otherwise, uh, yeah. the episode is going to be four hours long. Because oh my god, the, it's a six-parter. Things. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. So let's talk about Greek Orthodox Easter. Uh, I never like growing up Catholic in Canada, you know, Easter was just okay. I think we went to church and all we really cared about was like the egg hunt on Sunday morning and filling up our baskets with chocolate eggs and stuff like that. It wasn't until I got to Greece that I kind of understood what Easter means. So it was kind of cool. But the very first time I arrived in Greece, uh, it was Easter. And I went to this village of my husband, like I was saying, and the first image I saw was his grandmother who was covered in head to toe in black oh. gnawing on the jaw of the lamb. What? Now, oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah, because they do. They roast the whole <laughs> lamb on the yep. spit. The whole thing. Oh, dead and, lamb. Okay. Whew. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be making Come here, baby. out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she was gnawing on the jaw, and I'm like, hey, 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 nice to meet you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and his cousin was eating an eyeball. Oh, no. So I was like, where oh, the God. hell have I come? Now it all just seems very normal, but it was, as a first experience, it was like a little bit scary, yeah. shocking. <laughs> oh, my that God. Is, that's enough. That's how we try to end our yes. podcast is that is yeah. enough. Because that we've by everybody. trash. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you guys have, uh, do you want to drop your, your Twitter and Instagram handles for people who want to find y'all? We sure do, Chris. Go ahead, Deb. <laughs> oh, God. Someone do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I so did the intro, so I thought you were going to do the intro. So you can find it at Giggle Mugs. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can find us. No, it, our podcast is called Today We Laughed and Learned. You can find us on Twitter at Today We Laughed, Instagram and Facebook, Today We Laughed and Learned. Uh, you can email us for the love of God. Somebody please email us. Please. It's todaywelaughed <laughs> at gmail.com. And, uh, and you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere you can find any other podcast. So awesome. thanks for listening. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us, guys. It's, it's, it's been genuinely way too much fun. I was supposed to be in bed hours ago. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. God. I can't no, imagine what time it is. It's been a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're allowed. It's been really good. So uh, we're not going to do our handles because we've got a, we got a pre-recorded thing that happens. Um, so as usual, we're going to pretend we know how to finish a podcast and just like, It'll hey, just great, stop great it job, somewhere. everyone. We'll probably cut it somewhere <laughs> around here. Thank you so much for listening. Send your complaints and any questions you have for Sean to gigglemugspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gigglemugspod. So drop us a follow and interact with us there. And if you want to listen to the whole back catalogue, including the previous Unintelligent Chat Show episodes, you can find us on all good streaming platforms where podcasts be. We would appreciate if you could uh, you know, share us around and leave us a review. That would help us out. And cheerio. Cheerio. I didn't like that. And cheerio. I hated that too. Maybe I just don't like the way I sound. There's got to be something good in there.